Praise the Lord this morning. What a day to be in the house of the Lord. If you have your Bibles, please turn to 1 Chronicles chapter 16. First Chronicles 16, verses 1 to 4. So they brought the ark of God and set it in the midst of the tabernacle that David had erected for it. Then they offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before God. And when David had finished offering the burnt offerings and the peace offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord. Then he distributed to everyone in Israel, both man and woman, to everyone a loaf of bread, a piece of meat, and a cake of raisins. And he appointed some of the Levites to minister before the ark of the Lord, to commemorate, to thank, and to praise the Lord God of Israel. The ark of the covenant, the ark of God, the masterpiece which housed the presence of the Lord was back in the city. Back in the city. And there was great rejoicing and offerings were brought before the Lord. David knew the need. The presence of the Lord was something they could not live without. The presence of the Lord is something they needed close. And they had lived without it far too long. We back up to 1 Chronicles 13. Verses 1 to 3, David consulted with the captains of thousands and hundreds and with every leader. And David said to all the assembly of Israel, If it seems good to you, and if it is of the Lord our God, let us send out to our brethren everywhere who are left in all the land of Israel, and with them to the priests and Levites who are in their cities and their common lands, that they may gather together to us, and let us bring the ark of our God back to us, for we have not inquired at it since the days of Saul. David knew the need, how they needed the presence of the Lord. The Voice Bible reads, Let us take the covenant chest of our God from its exile in Kiriath-Jerim and return it to our presence, making it our focus since we did not keep it with us during Saul's reign. The Living Bible, let us bring back the ark of our God for we have been neglecting it ever since Saul became king. And so they set out and they brought back the ark. And the ark was set in the midst of the tabernacle which was built for it. What a day it must have been. The joy and the rejoicing, the great celebration. First Chronicles 16, verse 7, on that day, 
David first delivered this psalm into the hand of Asaph and his brethren to thank the Lord. The ark back where it belonged returned close to the people. I wonder what song would be sung. What lyrics? What anthem would rise from the earth to the heavens? What anthem would be heard in the earth? This is what was delivered. Verses 8 and 9. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing psalms to him. Talk of all his wondrous works. I trust we can agree this morning that the Lord deserves thanks. The Lord deserves thanksgiving for who he is and for what he's done, for his covenant, for his presence among us. What cause for joy and rejoicing? It's celebration, it's singing. The Lord deserves praise. That we praise His name. That we exalt His name and glorify His name, magnify His name. That we make known His deeds and talk of all His wondrous works. That we boast of who He is and all He's done. Boast in the Lord. Verses 10 to 13, glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those rejoice who seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face evermore. Remember his marvelous works which he has done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. O seed of Israel, his servant, you children of Jacob, his chosen ones. You know, I don't know what the melody and harmony, the rhythms of this song sounded like, but I look forward to the day I can hear it. And perhaps even now, the saints of old are there in heavenly places singing the song David delivered to them all those years ago. And perhaps we here today could take delivery of this psalm. We so desperately need to seek the Lord and His strength. To seek His face evermore. To seek His presence. To get close. To make it our focus. The message paraphrase, study God and his strength. Seek his presence day and night. The NLV, look to the Lord and ask for his strength. Look to him all the time. We need this psalm that David delivered. These words. We need these lyrics. 
We need to sing these lyrics. We need to live these lyrics. We need to declare and proclaim them. We need to get them into our families. We need to get them into our homes. Sons and daughters and fathers and mothers and brothers and sisters seeking the Lord. Seeking his strength and looking to him all the time. The New Century Version, depend on the Lord and his strength. Where is your dependence today? Depend on the Lord and his strength. Always go to him for help. Get this song in you. Get this song in your family. A song for every generation, a soundtrack for a lifetime. And remember, remember verse 13, the reminder we all need. O seed of Israel, his servant, you children of Jacob, his chosen ones. You know, sometimes we need to sing to ourselves. We need to sing over ourselves. We need to sing into ourselves. We need to sing over others. We know the days and the times and the moments and the seasons that we need the reminder that we are His seed, that we are His chosen ones, chosen of the Lord. Can we take delivery of this song today? Verses 14 to 22. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. Remember his covenant forever. The word which he commanded for a thousand generations. The covenant which he made with Abraham and his oath to Isaac and confirmed it to Jacob for a statute. To Israel for an everlasting covenant saying, to you I will give the land of Canaan as the allotment of your inheritance when you were few in number, indeed very few and strangers in it. When they went from one nation to another and from one kingdom to another people. He permitted no man to do them wrong. Yes, he rebuked kings for their sake, saying, Do not touch my anointed ones, and do my prophets no harm. Can we be reminded today and encouraged today to take delivery of this psalm? It was delivered by David. The judgments of the Lord are in the earth. And perhaps the word we need today is don't fret, don't worry. Trust in the Lord. He's working things out. Don't let the newscast and the forecast bring you down. Remember his covenant. Remember his commanded word. He keeps his covenant. His oath never fails. He speaks blessing over us. He speaks provision over us. He speaks life over us, inheritance over us. He's watching over us. He's protecting us and fighting 
for us. Now, I want to ask today, what state are we in? What state of mind? What state of heart? What manner of spirit? It may be that we need to start singing the psalm David delivered. Sing until the fretting and the worrying break. Sing until the newscast and the forecast are replaced with the hope of the Lord. Make the Lord your focus, His presence, His report. David knew the need, and so he delivered it to the people. This psalm, these lyrics, David knew the need, and so they set out. They set out to bring the presence of the Lord back into the midst. Downcast? Perhaps we should add these lyrics in the mix. Psalm 42, verse 5. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise Him for the help of His countenance. We used to sing this old song. Led it many times. And the lyrics went like this. My troubled soul, why so weighed down? You were not made to bear this heavy load. Cast all your burdens upon the Lord. Jesus cares. He cares for you. Jesus cares. He cares for you. And all your worrying won't help you make it through. Cast all your burdens upon the Lord and trust again in the promise of His love. My anxious heart, why so upset? When trials come, how you so easily forget to cast your burdens upon the Lord. Jesus cares. He cares for you. Praise that mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord, the lifter of my head. Praise the rock of my salvation. All my days are in his faithful hands. Well, perhaps we're here today and we are in a season of personal heaviness. Problems piling up. Trials. Burdens. Whatever it might be. We need to seek the Lord. We need to seek His strength. We need to seek His presence. Get close. Make it our focus. I share the words of David Wilkerson. The subject of thanksgiving came to me recently during a time of great personal heaviness. At the time, our church building needed major work. Parishioners' problems were piling up. Everyone I knew seemed to be going through some kind of trial. And I was feeling the burden of it all. I went into my office and sat down feeling sorry for myself. 
I began to complain to God. Lord, how long will you keep me in this fire? How long do I have to pray about all these things before you'll do something? When are you going to answer me, God? Suddenly, the Holy Spirit fell upon me and I was ashamed. The Spirit whispered to my heart, just begin to thank me right now, David. Bring to me a sacrifice of thanksgiving for all the past things I've done for you and for what I'm going to do in the future. Give me an offering of thanksgiving and suddenly everything will look different. Those words settled in my spirit. But I wondered, what does the Lord mean, a sacrifice of thanksgiving? I looked up the phrase in Scripture and was amazed at all the references I found. Let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. Psalm 107, 22. I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord. Psalm 116, 17. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. Psalm 95, 2. We know this one well. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Psalm 100. Verse 4, there are many more, church. He continued with these words, we live in a day when our high priest Jesus has already presented the sacrifice of his own blood to the Father to make atonement for our sins. Christ has wiped out all our transgressions never to be remembered against us. Hallelujah. So for us, the work of atonement is finished, yet... Like the Israelites, we also are to come into the Lord's courts, as Psalm 100 says, with thanksgiving and praise. And we are to bring with us two goats. Take with you words and turn to the Lord, say unto him, take away all iniquity and receive us graciously. So we will render the calves of our lips. Hosea 14.2 the word cows here represents our lips or words. The full meaning of this phrase in Hebrew is we will offer young bullocks, even our lips. Our offering of thanksgiving is to be made with the two goats we bring, an offering of our lips or voices. God is saying, bring into my presence your words of thanksgiving. Speak. Sing out your praises to me. We are no longer to bring God sacrifices of blood or offerings of silver and gold for atonement. Instead, we are to bring him a sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving from our lips. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. The fruit of our lips... Is gratitude and thanks.
back to First Chronicles 16. There's more to the delivery. Verses 23 to 27, sing to the Lord all the earth. Proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his wonders among all peoples, for the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is also to be feared above all gods, for all the gods of the peoples are idols, worthless things. But the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and gladness are in his place. Are you here today and you know, I have to get the song back. I have to get my song back. The gratitude, the thanks and the praise. Give an offering of thanksgiving. No matter what season we're in, the Lord is worthy of thanks. The Lord is worthy of praise, whether we're in the valley or on the mountaintop. He's the same. He's worthy of thanks. He's worthy of praise. In every season of life, we need to seek Him. We need His presence close. Perhaps you know I need to get the song back. You know, if you're not sure where to start, the psalm David delivered is a number one hit. Still at the top of the charts. Day to day. I love that it says day to day and not just Sunday. Is Sunday the only time you sing? The only time you praise the Lord? I'm not talking about listening to Christian music. That's other people praising the Lord. You can't buy your praise like that. Sing day to day. We need to lift up our voices and declare the truth. Every day we need to rise and proclaim the good news of our God. Don't lose the song and don't take up an inferior one. Don't let the lyrics of the world and the cadences and melodies and harmonies grip you. Don't get carried away and lost in the rhythms of the world. I remember as a child, there's this cartoon. It was a Robin Hood cartoon. Uh, there's this part in there. Of course, they live in Nottingham. And they'd sing this song. Every town has its ups and downs. Sometimes ups outnumber the downs but not in Nottingham. My dad and I used to drive around singing that as a little kid. We got to get that song out of us. That kind of a confession. We need to take up the song of the Lord. We need to declare his goodness. We need to thank him in every season of life. We need to praise his holy name. Verses 28 to 30, give to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Can the families receive it today? Give to the Lord glory and strength. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. 
Oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. The world also is firmly established. It shall not be moved. It's a day to take delivery of this psalm. And just as David delivered this psalm, it's a day for us to deliver this psalm. To deliver it to self. To deliver it to our children. To our families. To deliver it to others. Deliver this psalm into their hand. To thank the Lord. To praise his holy name. David knew the need. Desperately, they needed the presence of the Lord. They needed it close. Now, perhaps it's a day that we need to we need to journey, bring back the presence of the Lord into the midst, set it in the midst. Verses 31 to 33, let the heavens rejoice and the earth be glad. And let them say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Let the sea roar in all its fullness. Let the field rejoice and all that is in it. Then the trees of the wood shall rejoice before the Lord, for he is coming to judge the earth. Have we lost the song? Have we taken up an inferior one? Verses 34 to 36, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. And say, Save us, O God of our salvation. Gather us together and deliver us from the Gentiles to give thanks to your holy name, to triumph in your praise. There's victory here. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. And the end of verse 36, are you ready? All the people said, Amen, and praised the Lord. We'll have the worship team return today. Take delivery of the psalm. Get your song back. Sing the praises of the Lord. Wake up early in the morning and start singing. You say, well, I don't sing. Well, I've shared this before. Your shower head testifies against you. Your steering wheel testifies against you. Just sing. Lift up your voice. Bless the Lord. If you don't know where to start, crack open the book. Go to the passage what David delivered. Put your own melody to it. Do you know how desperately you need the presence of the Lord? Whether you know it or not, you desperately, we desperately 
need the presence of the Lord to seek his presence to make it our focus, to not neglect it. How many days has it been? If there's neglect, neglect it no longer. We need the presence of the Lord. Well, we're calling it today Thanksgiving Sunday. What a wonderful time of the year. Thanksgiving. A season in the natural where thanks is given. A time of celebrating the harvest and other blessings of the past year. What a fitting time to sing. To sing praise to the Lord. To thank Him. To thank Him for who He is. A time to glory in His holy name. A time to rejoice. A time to make known His deeds. To tell of all His wondrous works. A time to boast of who He is and all He's done. It's a time to pour out lyrics of thanksgiving. What a wonder that we are His seed, His chosen ones. Thank Him for all He's done. Think about your own life. Listen, you may be going through a season right now and you can't see it, but God's working. The Lord is working. It's time to offer unto the Lord thanksgiving. And things will suddenly change. You suddenly see things differently. The enemy would like nothing more than to have us down in the dumps, not singing. They're going through this season. Let no thanks be given, no praise. But you want to triumph even in circumstance and situation. You want to triumph even in the hard times. You want victory in the hard times. You need to sing. You need to give thanks unto the Lord. This is where the lifeline is. To honor the Lord. You say, I don't have my own words. Take up the psalm David delivered. Thank him for the personal harvest and the blessings of this past year. Thank him for the corporate harvest and the blessings of this past year. You know, I was thinking about, you know, Christ City Lighthouse and the baptisms that have been Those baptism services that we've had. The conversions in the house of the Lord. The healings and the miracles in the house of the Lord. Our children have increased in wisdom and in stature this year. The youth is growing a fire inside of them. We have reason to thank the Lord. The international ministry out of this house, we have reason to thank the Lord. And the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, every day our dependence upon His constant influence. Thank you, Lord, that you are a day-to-day God. A.W. Tozer said these words, Gratitude is an offering precious in the sight of God. 
And it is one that the poorest of us can make and not be poorer, but richer for having made it. The words of Billy Graham, a spirit of thankfulness is one of the most distinctive marks of a Christian whose heart is attuned to the Lord. Thanks always flowing, praise always flowing. No matter what comes, no matter the season of life, no matter the age, thanks and praise flowing. Listen, you can live every day in victory. You can live every day in triumph. Thank God for His grace. For without it, we would have no hope. I draw you to the cross for a moment this morning. We always have reason to give thanks. That Father God sent His Son into this world to save wretched sinners, to rescue us, to pull us from the mire, to seek and save the lost. He left heaven's throne to rescue you. You walked this world. You lived a selfless and obedient life. He did not sin once. He chose the will of his Father. He said, not my will, but yours be done. He willingly gave his life to set us free. I mean, just the thought of that. To think once again and look upon the cross of our Savior Jesus. How can the thanks not start pouring out and the praise for all he's done? Colossians 1, 12 to 14, gives thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us, that is, transferred us or translated us into the kingdom of the Son of His love, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. Thank you, Lord. The words of a holy preacher. There are trophies of that grace present here. You can say, thanks be to the Father who hath brought us out of the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son. And if God has done that for some, why cannot He do it for others? Why need you despair, O oh poor sinner? If thou art here, the worst sinner out of hell, remember the gate of mercy stands wide open and Jesus bids thee come.
conscious of thy guilt, flee, flee to him. Look to his cross, and thou shalt find pardon in his veins and life in his death. The words of Charles Spurgeon, I think, my brethren, we scarcely need to be told to give thanks unto the Son. Let it be so, Lord. The remembrance of that bleeding body hanging upon the cross is ever present to our faith. The nails and the spear, his griefs, the anguish of his soul, and his sweat of agony make ouch tender touching appeals to our gratitude. These will prevent us always from ceasing our songs and sometimes fire our hearts with rekindling rapture in praise of the man Christ Jesus. Yes, we will bless thee, dearest Lord. Our souls are all on fire. As we survey the wondrous cross, we cannot but shout, Oh, for this love, let rocks and hills their lasting silence break, and all harmonious human tongues the Savior's praises speak. Let's stand in the house of the Lord today. It's a day to get the song back. It's a day to sing, a day to praise the Lord, a day to thank the Lord. Just as the worship team leads us in this chorus, would you just begin to thank the Lord? You don't know where to start. Use some of the lyrics that we shared today, the psalm that we've just taken delivery of. Just begin to thank Him for what He's done, what He's doing in your life, and what He'll do in the future. Begin to thank Him for the work of redemption. His grace and His mercy. Lord, I pray that we would offer to You right now a sacrifice of thanksgiving and that You would be blessed and honored in this, in this house today and in these moments as we close this service out. As Your sons and daughters, thank You. You're so worthy, Lord. Jesus.